Hey guys, it's Sunday night, October 15th. Sunday night. Sunday night. The week is about to start. It's about to start. It's about to start, and we are going to do this podcast tonight. It's me and Todd. Back to basics. The two of us, no guest. Last week, Brian Colacat. Next week, maybe another guest. But tonight, back to the classic originals. Just the two of us. We can do it all night long. That's a little weird, but okay. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right, it is Sunday, October 15th. I am here with Chris as always. Hello, Chris. Hello, Todd Lee. Uh, Chris, how long have we known each other? More than 25 years. Yes, we just established that actually off. Like we had <laughs> some technical difficulties. Uh, this is the ninth time we've said this. Yeah, I know. Yes. It's brutal. It's not rehearsed at all, though, I promise. God damn it. Chris, I feel as though uh, I've known you long enough to tell you something. Uh, of course. I'm going through something right now. What's, okay, what's going on? So after the podcast last week, uh, you left and Brian left, and I right. was listening to you. I forget what it was, uh, something on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And uh, as the person was talking, mm -hmm. Uh, there were some tones in their voice that were actually physically hurting my ears. Like I could feel pain in my left ear. And I thought, well, this is weird. You know, shouldn't this, you know, be edited in a way that it's not painful? Uh, That's so, not good. Yeah. So I turned it off and went about my business. And then gradually the sound of one billion crickets and whistling uh, got into my ear and hasn't stopped since Monday night. So basically, as we're doing this right now, I am hearing the sound of a million crickets and whistling, uh, much like a constant sine wave between two and 5,000 hertz in my left ear. Okay, that's crazy and not funny, but what you just described is what Lawrence Fishburne saw on that screen when he was like, we're leaving. Yeah, so it's, yeah, you're right. It's event horizon going on in my ear all the time right now, and I don't know whether this will go away. That's totally uh awful yes so it's called tinnitus uh you have tinnitus yes i do have tinnitus um which I, I i guess is cumulative so i guess all of our years in the band all of our years like just jamming and making noise and going to concerts has all uh sort of contributed to this so you'll note that i have one ear outside the earphone pod right now uh for fear that i will do more damage to my ear is this curable? Uh, no. Science does not have an answer for this. That's wild, man. Yeah, man. This could just happen to you. That's, that's what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly telling people now, people like us, you know, you play drums, man. You should be wearing ear protection every single time that you do it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, when I put earplugs in, yeah. um, it actually helps me keep time better, I find, if I'm uh, playing. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, actually, lately I've been putting in my my i my iPhone uh, headphones. Oh, okay, like the little earbuds. Or? Well, I've been practicing lately with tempo. Okay, in the band that I play, I've been I've been using a beat pad and 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 you know just trying to line up my timing a little bit better just in practice with yeah. my iPhone. You can there's this thing called Tempo. It's a cool app you can use for all the drummers out there. But um, yeah, this is crazy, man. I can't believe you have tinnitus. I know. So they say that that's the that, shit Keith Richards has. Yeah, yeah. So I w I was looking through a list of people that have it really bad, 
And I guess Neil Young stopped playing electric guitar for a long time. And that's when he started coming out with all, you know, later on, he started doing all of his acoustic tunes because his ears were being shot. Pete Townsend. That's right. Pete Townsend had done. Time. Like his hearing's done. Sting's done. Uh, Anthony Kiedis, like, is affected by this. So Dave Grohl says whenever people are just talking to him in a room, it sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher just, wah, 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 you know? So this so is Dave Grohl has it too. Yeah, this is scary shit, man. Noel Gallagher was like, "Yeah, I got fucking tinnitus. I'm proud of it because he's like, <laughs> only rock stars have tinnitus. But My man, fucking brother's a piece of shit. But man, this is the real deal. Like, it's it's very tough. I'm I'm sort of learning now to just sort of put it aside. But you know, so it, how are you feeling about all this? Like, it's depressing. Is it? It's it, well. Here's the other thing. So. I guess when a baby cries or when all these sort of alert sounds happen, mm -hmm. it's all between this range of two to 5,000 hertz. And that, so it, they say a lot of the demoralizing and sort of panic that you feel because of it uh, is because this, these sounds that you hear, like this, this constant sine wave in my left ear is sitting between those frequencies. So it's kind of like, uh, uh, what's happening? What's happening? You know, like a baby crying, you know, but uh, aside that, that's, that's very, uh, unnerving. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah. if this happens for the rest of my life, like I'm going to have to do a serious reality check and and protect my ears and figure out how to manage it because it's like when I'm trying to go to sleep at night, man, imagine trying to go to sleep with that doesn't stop. You know what, man? I'm actually uh, this is not funny. <laughs> I know. I know. This is this is not No, no, but it's good to talk about it because Yeah. um I'm just putting myself in your shoes for a second. Yes. And this is, uh, it is demoralizing. Yeah, it's very demoralizing. And it speaks to a greater thing, though, that we should discuss, which is we're getting fucking older. I know. But like, we, it, it, the other thing was, is I, when I went to the doctor, um, so I went to the doctor for this, obviously, mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah, you know, that's tinnitus, uh, the treatment and, um, a recovery and uh, testing for it, they're all very annoying. And I was like, uh, what do you mean? He's like, well, I'm going to send you for some hearing tests on. So on Tuesday, I go for hearing tests. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know what that's going to be. Um, so then he took my blood pressure and he's like, man, you failed. I was like, what do you mean I failed? He's like, dude, you got high blood pressure. I was like, no shit, I got high blood pressure. I got a fucking jet engine in my ear. <laughs> and like... You know, I'm not like uh, like a famous or or successful musician by any means, but I'm a musician. I require my ears. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Yes. And uh, I'm panicked about this. And he's like, yeah, nice try getting out of it, man. But the past four appointments that you've had, you've been really borderline. So I looked at the, the, the monitor and it said that my blood pressure at that moment was 118 over 90. So 120 over 80, I guess, is normal. And I'm like, uh... He's like, no, you've consistently been sort of flirting with this line of high blood pressure. And I'm like, oh so God. what does that mean? He's like, well, I got these pills I'm going to put you on. I'm like, I'm going to be on blood pressure pills? He's like, yes. Here's a prescription. Go to the, go to the pharmacy next door. Pick it up and take this pill every day for the next 90 days. And also oh get God. these hearing tests. So, man, my ear is going to shit. And I got fucking high blood pressure, and I'm 38 years old. You found this all out on Thursday? Uh, yes. Wait, was it Thursday? No. I can't. No, it was on Friday. Fuck. Man. That's awful. 38 years old. <laughs> this is the first time that I've ever seen you speechless, man. Well, I am a little... Uh, yeah. 
I'm sorry to hear all this, man. That's yeah. really shitty. Yeah. I believe what you said to me the other night over the phone was like, yeah, things are going to start sucking real bad soon. And I was like, oh, good. Thanks. Thanks yeah, for your... You know, it, it's it's, it's kind of... Man, you got to pull through on this. Like, this is making me a little worried because topically... Yeah. Um, this is a little pertinent to a discussion I was having this evening. Okay. Over dinner with my father-in-law. Okay. Uh, we were talking about Keith Emerson from Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Yeah. I think it's Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Uh, Keith Emerson was, and I'm just reading the Wikipedia entry here right yep. now. Um, if you remember last year in March, he committed suicide. He, um, self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Uh, he was diagnosed with a nerve condition. Uh, it was a nerve related condition that affected his right hand that he likened to like, as a, uh, like almost like a writer's cramp. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a form of arthritis or he likened it to a form of arthritis. Um, anyway, he, I was talking to my father-in-law and he was just like, yeah, he was just like, fuck it. <laughs> because, because of nerve damage to his, apparently that was a big part of the, the problem. He, he was just like, he couldn't reconcile. Like I, I, my hands are essential to expression and my career and my sense of purpose. So yeah, forget it. Man, I'm feeling himself. this like obviously not. No, don't not fucking suicidal. kill yourself. Like, I know, I know. I'm, but I'm, I'm definitely feeling that right now. I was because, just joking. I know like, you would never do that. No, but but, like, but the thing is, is like, look around this room, man. All it is is guitars, friggin' musical instruments, and all stuff that I feel threatened by now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of unnerving. Because because oh, and this is the other thing is they say tinnitus is. Um, caused in a lot of cases because of ear damage mm. and hearing loss. So this is what I assume I'm going to get assessed for on Tuesday is do I have like any hearing loss? Any, any, Oh, you probably do. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I like, I'm feeling positive. Uh, like I'm, I'm able to, uh, tune it out at night. Now I figured out that if I put a fan on in the room, it mm. really tunes out like some of the higher frequency mess that's going on in there right now. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like, you know, I'm really hoping it's not permanent. I hope if I just rest it, um, you got to take care of yourself. You got to yeah, like, yeah. yeah, just, just manage it yeah. at this point, man. Yeah. How about your high blood pressure? You got to get that shit in check. Well, see, this is the thing too. Like I was laughing with my wife about it today. I know it's not a funny subject, but mm. uh, you know, that he, the way my doctor put it to me was, you know, if you're good for the next 90 days, so I have 90 days worth of pills. Mm. Uh, you know, if you're good, if you lose five pounds, you know, we should be able to take this you off of this. And I was like, oh, really? Cool. And then I proceeded to come home. And I'm a little bit surprised, actually, man. I'm feeling like actually more positive than I have in a long time mm. because this scared me in such a way that I'm like, oh, wow, really? You could just go throughout life and then all of a sudden develop hearing loss and, you know, blood pressure problems. Like, you really got to, like, put things in perspective at this point, you know? Man, this getting older shit stuff, it's been bothering me for a couple of years, I got to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went recently myself, I went for a uh, heart stress test. Okay, is that where they hook you up and you go on the yeah, treadmill? Yeah, they put a bunch of electrodes, they, like, do the... You know, the dry shave on your chest to put the electrodes on, yeah. and they make you run like in Rocky Four, Ivan Drago. <laughs> I will crush him. <laughs> were you carrying, were you carrying like logs and shit on your back? No, the but they like they, they introduce an incline, a gradual, and then a very sharp incline, yeah. uh, and then a little bit of a decline to get your heart rate up. Okay, it's not a long test, but I was, um, first of all, I sit at a desk all day, yeah, for my day job, and um. I, I feel like chest pain sometimes, especially if I, you know, if I, if I'm manifesting some stress. Yeah. 
So I've been employing long baths at night. Oh, wow. That actually helps. Incense? Uh, not it. No, but. Bubbles? I bought shares in Calgon. Let's put it that way. I've, I've, I'm using so many Epsom salts. Like, that helps, right? Yeah. I go for massages. Um, I'm exercising more. But this was, like, coupled with a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Right? So what happened is, like, so I quit smoking about, like, three years ago. Yeah. Uh, fucking hardest thing I ever did. Yeah. What ends up happening if you quit smoking is you're going to put on a bit of weight. So I put mm-hmm. on a good, like, fucking 20 pounds or so. Okay. And so, but, you know, I got to lose a little bit of weight. I have to, um, I don't have high blood pressure, but I got to change my diet a little. Typical stuff that happens when you get older. Yeah. You know? But it sucks because I didn't have to do any of this shit before. Well, I guess what I wanted to say, and I'm, I'm not very eloquent, but... What I wanted to say is you and I laughed about this shit for a long time, you know, like, oh, let's eat, you know, eat terribly and smoke cigarettes all the time. And (laughs) blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But man, and my doctor put it to me this way, too. He's like, now is the time that you have to manage your health so that you have good quality of life in your fading years. And I was like, but I'm 38. He's like, exactly. You're fucking 38 years old. You're not like a 20 year old kid anymore. Like, wake up. And I was like, oh, yes, sir, yes, sir, you know? Yeah, I know. That's the thing that sucks about this, right, is, like, I, I don't miss smoking. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I don't know if you've ever seen that Louis C.K. bit where he's like, yeah, I went to the doctor. I'm 40 years old. And I was like, my doc, my knee. And he's like, yeah, nothing you can do about that. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. Now when you go to the doctor, you're like, oh, you know, this is happening. And they're like, yeah, you know, that's normal. What? It's yeah, not. Man. What do you mean it's normal? Yeah. So it's kind of like what's happening with my, yeah, what I feel is going to happen is that they're just going to assess like the, the amount of ear damage that I have and then be like, well, figure it out. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fun. No. So, you know, I guess there's, there's a cognitive behavioral therapy that you can take to sort of try to think differently uh, so that you don't focus this. on this. And like This whole thing sucks, man. Like, like you know, I, besides all this health shit. Yeah. Okay. I just figured I was invincible forever, but guess not. No. But it, it, you know what also kind of sucks is like, like my parents are getting older. Like this sucks, man. Yeah. My kids are getting older. Yeah. Like, like my kids. Oh, by the way, my kids wanted me to shout them out on the podcast tonight. So what's up, kids? What's up? Leo and Eva. Leo and Eva. Dad's on the podcast with Tal tonight. Yes. By the way, you called me on Friday to tell me about this. I know. This is horrible. You were swearing in the car every five minutes on one of the, one of the worst things you can deal with in uh is when you get a text to like a, a text to voice thing in your car when someone's been swearing or if somebody just calls you <laughs> by and the way swearing and, and then you're like oh precursor to this conversation i have to do all the time there are two children in the back of the car uh yeah and Grand- i think i was swearing heavily too. <laughs> yeah you were like motherfucker tinnitus god damn it yeah you were like freaking out yeah I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. By the way, Leonie were in the back of the car. The best part, though, is I was like, sorry, kids. And I heard like this, these <laughs> tiny voices like, it's okay. It's all right, Todd. Sorry about your tinnitus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but th- on Friday, um, Leonie brought home their school pictures. And I had this moment where you know, I'm fucking 40. And I'm like looking at these, these photos. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like 12 years ago, yeah. these, guys were born, these guys were born. And they look like teenagers now and it's yeah it's weird for me a little bit and and it's weird because my sister-in-law just had a, a baby and i was 
the baby is over. Baby comes over. We see the baby every every week. And I remember my when my own kids were that small. Yeah. And then my wife pointed out to me today that I'm growing hair on my nose. And I am. <laughs> like on it? Yeah. Like on the outside? Yeah, like on the front of my nose. I, I We were at the Rito Center today because I had to go to the Genius Bar at the Apple Store to <laughs> yeah. get a problem with my iPhone. You got Jumanji coming off the top of your nose? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I like, wash, was washing my hands. I was like, what the fuck? And I go outside. I was like, I was like, Sarah. <laughs> and she's like, what? I was like, did you fucking see this? Sh-? She's like, I told you, you got hair on your nose. I'm like, what the? Did I did I get caught in a fucking teleporter with a fly? What the hell's going on with me? Jeff Goldblum's coming yeah. everywhere. I was like, why am I growing hair in places that I shouldn't be growing? Yeah, hair? yeah. My nose. I like, I have like these thick follicles on my nose. Like, I don't know where this comes from. <laughs> I'm I'm losing all the hair on my head. It's all going on my back. Yeah. I I go a week without shaving, and I have like a, a, a like a Qusay Hussein bush beard. <laughs> I can't keep up with my grooming. Like, uh, my eyebrows are out of control. I look like the guy who founded Roots. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Getting old sucks, man. You watch your kids grow up. Yeah. I, I just feel the, the, the future of, like, growing fragile and then eventually having to rely on them to visit me once a week. Well, that's what I mean. So your next fucking show, <laughs> put on, I'm not joking, put on some fucking earplugs. I'm not joking. Yeah, I know. Like, you and I have got to get some serious epic walks in to the max. And well, like, no, but we got to do this shit now. It's kind of shitty. I know it sucks, yeah. man. Because I really, you know, the, he, my doctor was very positive. He was like, "Really, you know, um, this is controllable." And I'm talking about like blood pressure at this point in my life. At, right. That's the key thing at this point in my life. Sure. And he's like, "You got to make some smart decisions right now, bud." And I was like, "Okay." He said, "Bud, no." But um, yeah, so I'm feeling pretty motivated about that. Could you imagine and become like, you know, super fit, but I still, <laughs> I still have this fucking ringing in my ear, man. You're like, like all chiseled. And so rest. everyone's like, wow, Todd, you look great. I'm like, what, what, whatever, huh? You know what the worst part about getting, because uh, this is the thing is I, I've been noticing this in the last like few months is that, you know, I have other friends who are, you know, late thirties, early forties, forties, whatever the case is. And everybody seems to go through this. This is like the renaissance of your life. Yeah, you know, because like you do have to kind of start taking care of yourself and stuff. Yeah, and it's interesting, right? Because at, like I just notice everybody around me right now is like, I'm not eating sugar, I'm not drinking booze. Yeah, either they're totally drinking booze. Yeah, or they're like, I am on the ketogenic diet. Yeah, I'm doing. You know, it, it, everybody's just very very concerned about what they're eating and stuff like that. And my wife and I were talking about this recently because um, she was complaining to me because I really like to cook, right? And I kind of. I give zero fucks about like what I make a lot of the time. I oh like God. making elaborate foods and like using lots of butter and chorizo. Salt? And, like, Is there salt? Salt, yeah. So anyway, well, yeah, I mean, I, you got to watch that stuff, right? But I like yes. cooking. I like cooking pastas and I like making like braised meats and like all of these delicious things. And Sarah likes that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, she she's going like, yeah, we got to. You know, this is having an effect on us. Like, we just have to fucking be a little healthier, maybe. So, right? a, a quick aside to that mm-hmm. is we have a friend, Jacob Fergus, who will be on the show at one point. Good old Gus. But he developed gout. And I was like, man, what is gout? Okay, like, I what didn't is- even know that. Yeah. So, he got gout in his foot. And it, I guess it's because of um, these crystals that form. Uh, what kind of acid is there's a there's a type of acid in your body that crystallizes an amino acid? No, uh, I'm not gonna remember what it is. Gus got gout. Yeah, and I was like, isn't gout what? like you don't you hear about these things, right? But you don't 
hear about them in a personal context, I was like, man, you got gout. He's like, yeah, it's so bad. The pain in my foot is horrible. That's awful. Uric acid. That's what it is. So it forms these little, these, these crystals and it's like, I don't know what, what it's like if it's burning or stabbing or aching or whatever, but it's formed. Yeah. Look it up. But anyway, so he developed this and man, he's younger than us. He is younger than us. And I was like, gout, man. Wow. So now like, now in our little like circle of friends, man, there's like high blood pressure, tinnitus. I'm I'm responsible for like 75% of the ailments in our little group of friends here. This but, is like, fucking stupid. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it gout what people smoke weed to fucking deal with or whatever? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. No, it's, no, what's, you know, uh, oh, no, it's uh, cataracts. Oh, cataracts. No, no, is it cataracts? Man, I can't even deal with cataracts now because I'm like, when is this shit? No, gonna no, happen? but there's there's a, there's a thing that people make the excuses like, oh, I'm treating this with marijuana. It's like whatever. Like, oh, there's a whole bunch it's, of those. It's I gout. Think. Is it gout? Maybe. Uh, anyway, it's, some anyway, it's thing. painful. It's well, it sounds painful. like it. Yeah, it sounds like it's awful. Man, imagine having crystals and shit in your foot, like trying to walk around like with tiny like tiny little shards of in your foot. Like that's that's nuts, man. I learned uh, a friend of mine who's about six years older than me. Yeah. Uh, has a prescription for Cialis. <laughs> really, eh? <laughs> and he like he told he told me very matter of factly about it. Okay, he's like, yeah, I got some Cialis. I'm like, why? You're only 46. So I think that one is also heavily used for pulmonary hypertension. But Cialis? Yeah. You know what else it's used for, right? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. I was yes. like, what? No, but I was like, is it for pulmonary hypertension or limp noodle? No, I think he's got a well. I, Fuck! I hope he's not listening to this because he's gonna probably be mortified. But yeah, it's not we're my not fault. using it's names. Big. We're not. No, no. Well, yeah, I think he has erectile dysfunction. I think that's. I think that's the only thing I can come to the conclusion. Yeah. On. Yeah. That and I was. But like, I was asking about it. I was like, "How does you know?" <laughs> this is so. He's gonna. If he listens to this, he's gonna totally know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I don't care. I'm not using names. I asked him about it, and he said that um, the thing about Cialis is if you take it, it's pretty potent. Okay. And it, and it like takes care of business for like six hours. But there's like a limit on that, right? If they'd say like, if this, if yeah, you're not this shit's going down for two pills or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, I think they said there's a serious problem. If you have an erection for like longer than a certain amount of time, like they're I like, so. if that happens, get to the hospital, like immediately. <laughs> yeah. It's like, did you ever watch true blood forever boner? Get to the hospital. There was an episode of true blood, which was a show on HBO, but yeah. vampires and werewolves and shit. Yeah. Where like the, the humans drank the, the vampire blood. Yeah. And if you drank too much, it like totally like t- turned you into like a sex zombie. Okay. And um, <laughs> anyway, one of the guys, Suki, Suki was like the main character, <laughs> and her brother uh, drank this van- like overdosed on vampire blood, and he just had like a boner for like, <laughs> for like three days. <laughs> and, oh my god! Nah, I don't. Everybody was like a southerner from Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that being very that that's like that I, that's great that's very unnerving as well. See, man, th- like all these things, all these things that you hear about mm. that are very disturbing. Right, I'm learning are possible. Which, man, which fuck, is, I know. I'm. You look terrified. I'm sorry if I'm terrifying you. Well, this is kind of terrifying. I mean, like yeah. getting older sucks, man. Yeah. I, I like I, I'm. You know what really sucks is I am. I have friends, like I have friends, but good friends of mine whose parents are starting to pass away and, you know, uh, or, or, or suffering from ailments or getting sick and stuff like that. I don't want to get too serious. This is fucking morbid shit, but yeah. it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Like I, you know, on a Friday I called my dad, I was just pop, I love you. 
And he was like, what the fuck? He was like, he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, no, no, I just called to say I I'm love still you. still alive. Yeah, I'm trying to do that more with my parents. Yeah. You know? I think that's I think that's a good thing to do at 40 years old. Start telling your parents you love them every day. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You know? What? Let's change the subject. Shit, this is so fucking depressing. Yeah, man. This Sorry. sucks. Sorry. Let's well, move on to the next depressing subject. What the fuck happened with Harvey Weinstein? So Chris and I had discussed this very briefly yeah, beforehand. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, well, I, we gotta I was, talk about this. I, I looked at him and I was like, Chris, what what are you gonna say about Harvey Weinstein? He's like, I can see it in your face that you're annoyed. So we're fucking talking about this. <laughs> yeah, so let's okay. go. All right. Harvey so, Weinstein. So my whole thing is um with him. Mm. So how many women have come forward? There's a lot. A lot. A lot. Like a lot. And like 14. If you know, the, and, and for the record, Asia Argento, yeah, and Rose McGowan have have full on accused him of of rape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I guess my whole thing is, you know, obviously there's there's nothing positive about the victimization. There's obviously nothing positive about that. But there seems to be, um, like, if there is sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, like a positive thing, okay. is that. This shit is being exposed, man. Like crazy, crazy amounts of this shit happening in Hollywood and have happened for decades and has will probably continue to happen, man. That's fucked up. You know? Uh, I think it's if crazy. People think he's the only one, like obviously, man. Like dude, no, no, that this that this casting catch bullshit in Hollywood yeah. has been going on for a long time. I think I think the thing that I was more um I wasn't surprised to hear any of this stuff. There's there's been talk of Harvey Weinstein. No, I like I am not piece of shit for years. I'm not surprised. But what I'm saying is that like people are talking about it now. Like it's kind of it, this is kind of like you know everyone sort of whispered about it before. Like this is in your face, like in the press now. It's out. Like, you know. So yeah. I bet you there's a ton of shitty people in Hollywood right now that are terrified, and I couldn't be fucking happier. Like yeah, I, you know. I, I want to get more in, like, here's the other thing, too. Okay. Um, I don't know too many details about it, but go ahead. Sorry. Well, uh, yesterday I was watching this video of, uh, and it was related to something Harvey Weinstein related. And I saw this video of Corey Feldman. Okay, yeah. Uh, on The View. And, uh, and he was talking about, he, he was going, I can't blow the lid off of this, but... Uh, yeah. Hollywood is there's a pedophile sex ring in Hollywood. Yeah. And it's all uh run by major movie producers like major moguls. Yeah. And like he said he didn't say Corey Corey Haim, Haim yeah. was uh apparently a victim of this and a lot of like a lot of his problems stemmed from his child abuse. They both claim to have been abused by Hollywood and industry moguls and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh I kind of be I, I believe that shit, man. Oh yeah, I believe that shit. I believe that there's something really insidious. Yeah, in powerful circles, run uh, self-interested evil people. Well, I mean, like hopefully, what comes out of this is it's kind of like I mean, it's it's not like this at all. But you know how there was like the glory days of rock and roll with people and sex right. and drugs and all this. Like, right. I, it's sort of cleaning up now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You look at tours now, and I'm sure this shit goes on, but it looks as though it's a little more. Uh, professional. Um, I kind of hope. Okay, you're not agreeing with me. I can see it in your. No, face. no, no, no. I am agreeing with you. It's just I totally am. I, like no one should have to go to work and and fucking no, deal with that shit. Of course man. not. I, I, 
if if we were, but if we're going to be honest about like all of these things, whether it's the music industry or the film industry or the television industry or business or anything. Yeah. Wherever there's there there are positions of power, there's I think that there's a high likelihood that there's going to be a, a low character. Yeah, like abuses. Pe- abuses. Of that power. People are going to take advantage. They're going to take uh, advantage of people, liberties, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um. But this is why I think we have to not be idealistic about shit. People are self-interested. This is what this is the same debate I get into all the time. If people can can if they can take advantage of a situation, in in the vast majority of the cases, they will. There's no morality anymore. And the reason why there's no morality anymore, in my opinion, is because there's been I'm not a religious person in the least, but there's been kind of a distancing from the principles and values that religion brings to some degree. Okay. And you know, I don't know, man. The, the, the world is a weird place right now. It is a very, it's a very weird it's, place. It's, it, we're in a weird spot. Yeah. You know, because we're very intellectual about things. Mm-hmm. But then on the same token, we don't apply common sense in some cases. So uh, back to your last point, though. Mm-hmm. What do you say to someone who says, you know, well, religion's great and, you know, that's fine. There's a whole morality system of morality tales, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But those same abuses of power happen in the churches of these things. So, you know, what would you say to someone who has a hard time, you know, dealing with that morality, religious morality, um, given the fact uh, that there was hypocrisy coming out of them, you know, like. How would I deal with it? Yeah. Like I'm not saying that you apply any sort of religious morality to your life. But if someone, if you say that, you think that the world's getting weirder because um, people are less connected to religion. Is that what you were trying to say? Uh, no, or the, I think I think uh, what the morality I, set forth in religion. You know, this is a bit of a conflicted thought for me because I, again, I want to emphasize something. Yeah. I am not religious, and I'm not saying that to like to you know prove my credibility with the following point. Yeah, I'm saying that to emphasize the fact. I've been. I was raised Catholic. I would. I am a lapsed Catholic by definition. Okay. Um, but I think that what religion has done historically is it. It has brought. It has. It has brought morality to the masses. Like it's informed, morally informed people. Yeah, with 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 like a a code, right? Like with a, a, code, a moral with a, code. With a credo, like a, you yeah. know, the Ten Commandments are a series of of rules to follow, to be a good person, you know, to, to establish good character, to be a good neighbor, to be a good friend, to be all of these different things. Okay. To, to, I guess what I'm saying is like the 10 commandments as an example, at, serve as a, you know, as a guideline of how to be, how to be a good person to live a happy life. Okay. You know? So the more, I just feel like we we're, we're distancing ourselves from, some of these principles and values that have served us well in the last the last while, and we are becoming very intellectual and scientific about things, which is great on one on one aspect. But then, on another aspect, our characters are suffering. Like you, you like the media is a big part of this, right? But you can't deny the fact that like people are just. Sh- I, th- I just think people are shittier than they ever have been. We are we are obsessed with celebrity. We are. We put very little. We put very little value, on mass, on people who are making meaningful contributions to society. We seem to be more interested in celebrities, movie stars, influencers on social media. You know, 
Kim Kardashian's, you know, reality television. This you're, you're just talking. Are you just talking about sort of North American society or worldwide? Uh, well, yeah, no, Western society. Let's yeah. call it Western society. Okay. You know, uh, yeah, we just, we, you know, it's weird. We're moving. We're moving away from substance, living lives with substance, and I and I feel like part of getting older is also. I joke about this with my wife all the time is like, I think you get more conservative the older you get. And the reason why you get more conservative the older you get is because you become increasingly more vulnerable. So you become more protective of yourself and the people that you care about because you're not, you, you consciously or subconsciously don't feel like you can protect those things as much as you could. So you re- you start relying more on the herd, you know, that herd mentality, you start, you know, kind of settling more into that kind of stuff. Yeah. We live in, we live in a hierarchical society in a hierarchical system. We you know, we put we we value leaders. There are there are very few good ones, you know. Yeah, that's a difficult job, I guess. Like what I wanted to say is okay, so I was not raised Catholic. I was sort of raised in a you vacuum. Were, wait, yeah. <laughs> Buddhist? No, man. I wasn't like I was never exposed to church. I was never exposed you to You were just kind of non-denominational. Yeah, non-denominational, but Sort of raised, you know, even if you were non-denominational as a child, there's still, you know, I guess here anyway, there was mm. still sort of this Christian sort of Catholic, yeah, I, I don't know, moral code around you growing up. Right. I was never really exposed to organized religion growing up, mm-hmm. um, but you're right. Like you're, you're still sort of forced into this, this, um, you know, this sort of 10 commandments like structure. You're yeah. exposed to it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's, it's funny because I, you know, I'll watch videos about religion and I'll, I'll, I will never say a bad thing about religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've also watched, you know, clips of Ricky Gervais and uh, <laughs> talking about <laughs> the atheism. ultimate atheist. Oh yeah. And that guy, like, he's kind of smug about it too. See, I hate it. I hate it. Oh where fuck it, yeah, he's totally smug. So know? is Bill Maher, the the other most well known atheist. You know, I, I I would never want to be smug about something as personal as someone's religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs. Or uh, I would never say like you're wrong. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I am, but um, yeah, I, I I think that there is a reason why. You know, if, if you want to talk about the context of the Ten Commandments, why those were set forth. I mean, the, the big ones, you know, the ones that are, are relevant today. Well, you know? don't I, what, kill people. Yeah. You know, don't sleep with the neighbor's wife. Yeah. Don't. A, this, I guess the people were doing that 2,000 years pretty, ago. Pretty simple, you know, like, but. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining that for a second where, you know, some guy's like coming out of his cave like, oh, that's my neighbor's wife. Hey, Mandy, <laughs> want to come over for a glass of. What did they drink two thousand years ago? Ale. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, it's you know, it's mead. Funny. Mead. Come over for a glass of. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> Ambrosia. Ambrosia, in the chalice <laughs> made of wood. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, but I, I you know, don't Cut kill it. people. Don't fucking murder people. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Uh, do not covet. Do not covet thy neighbor's wife. What are the other ten commandments? Why am I asking you? You're not religious at all. Yeah, Do you know, know them? There were actually, I had a friend growing up, and um, he asked me to come to his camp one year, uh-huh. and it ended up being a religious camp. And I've never felt so much like, you know, an infidel 
than I have because because <laughs> so it was it was it was organized in a way that you would do these activities. There was rowing and canoeing and right. archery and all that stuff. But first, chapel. So you'd go to chapel. Weird. You would uh, learn about uh, you know the Bible, and I had never been exposed to it at all. Mm-hmm. So t- talk about a way of you know I felt instantly out of place there instantly out of place. I can understand that to the point where I called my dad and said uh, dad I gotta go because I gotta get the fuck out of here come yeah. pick me up yeah so no buddy yeah I, I just uh, if anyone could help me out and, and put a name to this actually you know what I don't I'm sure there's a term for what I am but uh, it's I don't... called agnostic that's what it's called okay so what is that agnostic is when you are not denominationally religious okay like you you don't like you're more spiritual you believe there's something but just not you know, what's being presented. You don't believe in Ganesh or like Jesus or per se. Yeah. You have to add the per se. Per se. I don't, see, I don't even know about that, man. I, I, I don't know if I'm just being contrary or something, but, hmm. you know, I've, I've read all the, the stories and historical figures could have happened. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Is there something for I don't knowism? <laughs> I don't know, man. Lately, I've been thinking this is a big simulation. Really? Yeah, like computer, like the Matrix. Well, hear me out on this one because uh, Elon Musk was recently asked this question. Not recently, but a year and a half ago at a conference, a Tesla, some Tesla conference. I saw it online. Yeah, YouTube this shit. Okay, but they were like, "What do you do? You believe that uh, reality could just essentially be like a simulation set up by like some kind of monolithic machines?" Okay, and he's like, "I believe that it's a one in billions chance that it's not." Yeah, it was weird. I was just like, uh, you know, like, what? <laughs> what? You love Elon Musk, too, don't you? Not really. <laughs> I, I, I respect and appreciate what he's doing. But I was like, wow. Like, and then I, you know, I was just thinking about like when I first saw The Matrix. Yeah. My mind was blown by that film. Yeah, and it was. It, yeah. yeah I, I, you know, and if you think about it, like, what is the I, I just don't see how things could evolve for billions of years over and over and over and over again. You know, I uh, think there's some uh, like, dude, think about it. Grand Theft Auto. That's like an, that's a never ending universe, right? Mm-hmm. This is just a better orchestrated, better. Like, I don't know. Maybe like, <laughs> like think about it for a second. It's kind of yeah. like, I don't know, man. It's, well, it's, I think it's, it's incomprehensible to think that it's anything else. Like for me, I think there's a high likelihood. It's probably some kind of simulation in some capacity. It and will. I want to be Cypher from the Matrix. I want five. <laughs> pounding steaks. Yeah, pounding steaks. That's, that's what I want. That's a creepy thought. I think the the original theory came from a guy who said that this has all already happened, and this is mm-hmm. a simulation of the past of whatever right. beings right. did this, right? But um, that's that's pretty. And if you weird. think about it, this, if you think about it, like this story is in like it surrounds us constantly. Like I was watching, uh, I was playing Halo a while ago, and I was then I was watching a Halo movie on Netflix, and I was yeah. like, "Well, if you know that whole story, like the Forerunners and the Flood, and like yeah. you know, it's like yeah, the Forerunners are like billions of years before mankind, and even Alien Covenant. Like <laughs> I watched Alien Covenant, and I was like, I was like, there's all these weird storylines of things that occurred like thousands of years after or thousands of years before, or you know, it's all that shit's incomprehensible. Like it's. You and I have spoken about this so many times, but yeah, it all comes God, it's back. Exhausting. It's all, it all comes back to the fact that look how far the human population went since like 1900. 
in dude in a hundred years. Yeah. In a hundred and seventeen and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Or more than hundred. There are people years. alive today that saw cars happen. Like <laughs> you know? know, you know. Yeah. I mean, but but yeah, it's that's it's like a lot of progress in a very short amount of time. Yeah. You know. Ah, that's that's disturbing to me. It's you know the, it was a huge huge kickstart. It's not disturbing to me. It's amazing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. If this is all some kind of like fabricated reality, I'll fucking take it. <laughs> Can you imagine? So we've been having these little technical problems on this podcast. So mm-hmm. if you hear some blatant editing, it's because we keep getting the static. Could you imagine that was them trying to communicate us? Stop talking about the obvious. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait. We made a pact. What's what's our time right now? What time is it? On, like, well, it's eleven we've, o'clock. We've been going forty minutes. Yeah, forty minutes at this point. Forty minutes. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. We're doing good. Do you want to go back to Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, sure. What do you got to say? Um, so Ben Affleck got in a little bit of trouble over this Harvey Weinstein thing. Yes. Because there was a video of him on Total Request Live, the old MTV show. MTV. Yep. Um, fondling a woman. Um. Who was obviously who very was the uncomfortable. host of the show? Yeah, she was yeah. very uncomfortable with it. Yeah, she was very uncomfortable with he it. He also was on. They were trying to. Uh, I guess there was a clip of him on Music Plus. Um, and what was her name? Her last name was. Lucy. Oh, I saw that too. That was weird. Yeah. Um, but she said that that was all discussed beforehand, so she didn't feel exploited or mm-hmm. harassed or in any way. So well, I think you know. I, 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 sorry, this is not related, but just on the Ben Affleck topic, um, I just want to talk about fucking Batman versus Superman. I'm for gonna, a second. <laughs> I'm, man, I'm gonna stab you in the fucking ear. No, but can we just talk about this for a second? No, we can't. I'm sorry. Justice League is coming out in uh, two weeks. Okay. Okay, we can talk about Justice League. I'm sick of talking about fucking Batman v Superman. Fuck you. So Justice League. Justice League. Did you see the trailer? I saw the new one. It looked interesting. Heavy, heavy, uh, seemed a bit heavy on the CG, though, if you ask me. I don't know, man. Joss Whedon apparently directed this movie. Okay. But I went back and watched Man of Steel recently, which was a good movie. Okay. You talked about this last week. Did you not think it was a good movie? Uh, Yeah. I thought he was a little broody, but uh, yeah. I thought it was a good movie. Okay. Uh, I thought Batman versus Superman was a good movie. That we've established thus yeah, far. I'm going to kill you. Justice League looks like it's going to be interesting. I'm interested to see Joss Whedon, you know, co-directing this. Okay. Um, and then Thor Ragnarok is coming out in November too. And yes. then Last Jedi. Did you watch the new Last Jedi trailer? Yes, I did. What would you think? Um, what the fuck is going on in that trailer? I have no idea. I think that maybe, uh, you know, I I try to stay away from the whole. Uh, fan, you know, like when fans try to figure out what's going on and they mm-hmm. post vids. But um, I do you think that they are going to join forces? Do you think there's some sort of? Do you think that this is the reference of the balance of the force? Is that you have Kylo Ren? Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's offering his hand, and this is how the the balance happens. Like that, maybe the Jedi and the Sith is sort of an outdated idea. So they join up, realizing that there's a requirement for balance. I, I'm going to tell you what I think, all right? And this, this okay. might fucking fuck you up. Okay. Um, I think that, and I read this recently on the Book of Faces. Okay. Um, on Facebook. This might blow your mind, what I'm about to tell you. Okay. I think that Ray 
and this is not my theory. I've read this on Facebook just to establish that. I think that Ray is not a Kenobi. Okay. I don't think she's a Skywalker. Okay. I think she's a Palpatine. Okay, yeah. 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 I think that would that would serve to deliver the huge turn that this needs. Okay. That these three movies need. Yep. Um there was there a turn? There was no turn in the prequels, right? Like that was the thing about the first like, you know, the original movies. Yeah. The turn was Darth Vader's your dad. Yeah. You know? So well, maybe there was, but everybody already knew that Palpatine was the emperor. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it, I, I, you couldn't I actually, really do that with the prequels. Like, what what could you really do? That's I remember you were talking about, like, the whole Jar Jar Binks is a Sith shit. I, th- I thought that could have been a, a, a tremendous <laughs> you were like You were like, yeah, this is real. Yeah, I know. It was ridiculous. But um, no, but in, in all seriousness, I think Rey might be a Palpatine. Okay. And I think that she, it would make sense for her maybe to join forces with Kylo Ren. Okay. And I think Lou's got to clean uh, Lou. I mean, I think Luke's got to clean this whole fucking thing up. Yeah, because he said he's seen that type of what does he say? He's seen that type of raw power. Yeah, before the trailer. He's like, or... I've seen this type of raw power before, and it didn't scare me then, but it does now. That so was, was actually a really super cheesy line in the trailer. I was like, oh god. He was. Uh, yeah, I guess they imply that he was speaking about Kylo, right? When that whole I'm thing, assuming. Yeah. Or he could have been speaking about his father. Yeah. I've seen that kind of raw power before. Yeah. It it didn't terrify me then, but it does now. Maybe I think he was talking about his dad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or, dude, no, no, no. Maybe he was talking about Palpatine because he got his ass shocked by Palpatine. Yeah. Remember? Yep. I think that's what's going on, man. There, there are so many funny stories to you, man, like that uh, Snoke is Mace Windu. Snoke is Mace Windu. No. What do you, okay, honest honest conversation. Who yeah. do you think Snoke is? I don't know. Because he's I, got I, a big ridge, like a big ridge wound on his head. It, it, it kind of looks like Anakin, like a stretched out <laughs> version of him. Like, so who is he? Where did he come from? I don't know. No, like no one knows. All everything that people are talking about. I mean, people thought that he was uh Palpatine or Darth Sidious's mentor. Because remember, he had that whole story about Darth Plagueis. Plagueis, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else have I heard that it's the emperor, you know, he's all scarred up, but I guess we haven't really seen his scale though. Right. We saw him as a hologram of some type and he's massive, but, um, no, apparently he's like eight feet tall. Yeah. So I don't know maybe it's just something brand new. Why does it have to fit into something? Right. Like they, they're allowed to write other things, you know, I guess so. I don't know. Like, did you, did you like the force awakens? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I saw it in the theater. Uh, I loved it when I wa- I found it very entertaining. Yeah, and then and then when I walked out and started reading about it, everyone kind of started putting a dash on it when they were like, "Yeah, it's basically the first movie. It's basically pretty Star well. I mean, it's it's it, yeah, that's pretty well what it is. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I thought it was good. I liked Rogue One. Did you watch Rogue One? Yes, I did. Like man, Rogue the One. scenes where they blow up Jetta City or whatever. Yeah, holy fuck! I was like, man, this thing is crazy. Yeah. So there's, I guess they're gonna do how many more of these things? There's a oh, Han right Solo. Uh, oh Han yeah, Solo what's movie? his face? Ehrlich, what's his name? Is God, Han Solo? Ron Howard's directing that now. But what's her name from uh, Game of Thrones is gonna be in it now? Uh, who? Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark is that her name? Oh God, she was in Terminator Genesis. She was Sarah Connor. Yeah, the worst movie ever. So bad. That was a bad movie. It was really bad. It could have been good. Yeah, it could have been good. But, uh, but it was not. 
So that, that, you know what? That deserved 13% on fucking Rotten Tomatoes, not Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Bullshit. So anyway, um, yeah, I liked the trailer. I thought it was effective. I thought it was good. Okay. Um, there's one other thing that I wanted to ask you about. So sure. you know Kumail uh, Nanjiani? Yes. I just wanted to, yeah, earlier. And you said you're like, eh, you're lukewarm on him, right? I, I think he's funny sometimes, but not all the time. So he, he just hosted SNL. Oh, was and, it funny? Oh, I haven't watched it yet. It's on the PR upstairs. But what I wanted to talk to you about is uh, he also just appeared on uh, Clueless Gamer with Conan O'Brien. Have you ever watched those? No. You should watch them because they're, they're pretty funny. Okay. So they played this game called Shadow of War, which takes place in the world of the Lord of the Rings. I'm okay. totally nerding out on you. You're going to... No, so it takes place in Middle Earth. Yes. So it takes place in Middle Earth. It's a Tolkien game. It's a Tolkien game. So he's playing this with Conan O'Brien. It's freaking hilarious okay. because it turns out that he's a voice actor in it. And they didn't change it. He didn't change his voice at all. It's Kumail Nanjiani. He's like, oh, hello. You know, like... <laughs> What, as one like, of the orcs. Is he like a wizard or something? As, no, or as an orc. Okay. Like it's, so everyone else has got this, you know, super gravelly, like, hello, la 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 la. You will fear me. You know, like, it's pretty funny, man. It's pretty funny. That's the other thing that I wanted to ask you about. You went on this massive thing about the room. So yes. the disaster artist is coming out soon. Yes. And actually, I wouldn't mind going to see that together. Yeah, we can totally go see this. Yeah. That, yeah, I know, man. Have you seen the room? Uh, I've seen the clips. I, I, hey, Denny. <laughs> it, so, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the best and the worst movie ever. So why is it the best? Like, why has this achieved cult status? Because Just, it is so awful that it's amazing. Okay. Like, it's it's unintendingly awful. I saw the Oh, hi, Mark clip. Oh, hi, Mark. I did not hit a, I did not hit a, I did not. So, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> but did you read this book? The book, The Disaster? No. I guess that's what this is based off and and the the trials and tribulations of making that of movie. Of Tommy Wiesau? But he's extremely eccentric, right? He's he's kind of a... Okay, first of all, I don't know if it's... I think it's Tommy Wiesau. Yeah. Uh, not Wiesau. 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 No, it's Wiesau. Tommy Wiesau, um, the the best part about him, the, the, people often ask him, well, where are you from? He's like, America. <laughs> no, you're not. Where are you... He's obviously from France or Belgium or something. So no one knows where he's from. That's the first thing. Uh, IMDb. No, but I think IMDb is going to tell you no one knows where he's from. I no, I th- I think I think he is from Belgium originally. Tommy Wiseau is it? Oh, I, he's Polish American. Okay. What well, does that mean? So was he born here? Is a Polish American actor and filmmaker. He, he was born. Personal life, career. Okay. Okay, Wiso is secretive about his early life. In various <laughs> interviews, he has claimed to have lived in France a long time ago. Asserted that he grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, and described having an entire family in Chalmette, Louisiana. In interviews following the release of The Room in 2003, Wiso gave an age which would indicate he was born in 1968 or 1969. But actor Greg Sestero claims that in his 2013 memoir, The Disaster Artist, that his brother's girlfriend obtained copies of Wiso's U.S. immigration papers and found that Wiso was born much earlier. Of course, the guy looks like he's, he looks old. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah, I know. Very old. He's probably <laughs> born in the 50s, man. This guy's probably 60 years old. <laughs> Grecian formula. Oh, this guy definitely. He, dy- he just dyes his hair more than Gene Simmons, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Oh, my God. So you, we don't know where he's from. 
He doesn't talk much he's about f- himself. Yeah, he's French. But he's he's we so he's he's very eccentric though, right? He's very so the character that he plays, I mean, obviously that's you know, like what two percent acting? I think. I yeah. I no, it's he's not acting. Well, if he's acting, he's just acting like himself. Yeah. Well, he said he was um heavily influenced by James Dean, <laughs> which is why, which is oh, why yeah. like the you're tearing me apart. He wanted desperately to use I get, that line. I give up on this world. <laughs> you know, you got to see this movie because Todd and I have been doing these French accent impressions. Because of JCPD. Because of Jean-Claude Van Damme and also Justin St. Louis in Blood and Donuts. Blood and Donuts. Um, yeah, but they're obviously, yeah, they're, it's a French accent. I tried to introduce my kids to Jean-Claude Van Damme to double impact. And they were like, this is not interested at all. I was like, no, 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 it's really funny. Do you think? Not interested. Do you think it's? It must be strange. Like, even kids now looking at purely animated movies. Mm -hmm. You know, not computer animated. Right. Purely just you know cells and like old school animation. You know, they're not interested in it. No, not really. Super weird, eh? I I yeah I don't know man my my kids are really into video games and Pokemon and like you know my daughter's really into writing and drawing and. But it's not, it's different now. Maybe it's just different because I wasn't into, like, I was into those things, but, like, they, they do have different interests now these days. Yeah. You know? Um, Likewise, I find it hilarious that when we're, you know, 80 years old, yeah, we're going to be driving around blasting, well, I won't be blasting them anymore. <laughs> not you with your tinnitus. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be blasting, like, the stuff that we are listening to right. in the 90s. Dude, that happens so people, to me now. So like, it's going to be like Warren G., <laughs> People driving yeah, around, guess. eighty years old, listening to Warren G. Like, I actually overheard a kid at Starbucks two weeks ago. I'm not shitting you on this yeah. one, but he's like, my dad told me like 25 years ago that like two packs, a rapper named Two Packs, started a war with New Jersey. Did you watch that the other day? <laughs> did you hear what I just said? I did. He's, he's like, two packs started a war with New Jersey. I did. And he talked. And he talked like Napoleon Dynamite like that. But please tell me that you watched on, I think it was on Fox. The Tupac story? Who shot Biggie and Tupac? No. And it was Soledad O'Brien. Uh, Soledad O'Brien. It's always Soledad O'Brien. Soledad O'Brien and Ice-T. So Ice-T Ice Ice was going around like investigating with Soledad O'Brien. Really? Oh, yeah. I got to watch that. You should watch it. It's, it's I, actually I do pretty a, interesting. I, really, I do a really good Ice-T impersonation. Okay. Yeah, man, you got you got to just you got to understand, man. I don't trust the cops, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't trust the cops. <laughs> Wait, I got to keep doing this. I've been working on this for a while. Okay. Yeah, what up? It's Ice T. It's your boy Ice T. So imagine that, but imagine that investigating Tupac's murder and your Ice T. Yeah, like talking about. <laughs> oh it was God. approximately 11 p.m. It's approximately 11 p.m. <laughs> But it was crazy, man. They they pointed the finger at people in these like one of the guys um, uh, for Tupac. I think it was Tupac. Yeah, um, they said like he did it, but he's he passed away. It was another gang member. He passed away. But what was it like? Bloods and Crips. Uh, they were pointing fingers at everybody, man. The cops, like uh, you know, didn't at one point they like they, they were like Suge Knight was involved. He wanted him gone. Like, I heard like Chameleonaire was responsible. Remember Chameleonaire? No, I you do remember, remember the name Chameleonaire, but there's no standout tracks. I'm they not, see like, me rolling. Okay, they hating. You know that guy? You're, 
<laughs> Listen to that chair, man. I know this chair is ridiculous. <laughs> Can you hear that on the? I'm pretty sure that's going to be audible. Um, I'm not really interested in Tupac and Biggie that that whole shit anymore. When I talk about the '90s, what dates me the most is like I'll I'll be in the car alone. I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, yeah. Hey, what do I feel like? Mm, how about some gin blossoms? Hey, Tennessee. And I'll have the window down and like Allison Road. People, well, <laughs> people will come up beside me and they'll just be like, "What the fuck are you listening to?" <laughs> No one knows this band. It's like me blasting. Anybody want some Dishwalla? No. Oh, man. Dishwalla. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Counting blue cars. Oh, God. That was like, a, was that a huge song? That was a big song. Yeah, it was a big song. That's so depressing that I, that's what I listened to. You didn't listen. You did not listen to Dishwalla. You were STP, yeah. Limb Lifter, mm-hmm. Age of Electric. Mm-hmm. What else? In the 90s. Uh, I also enjoyed, uh, I don't know, like you rock, like, man. Yeah. You liked a lot of Canadian bands. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Like I'm Mother Earth, yeah. Our Lady Peace. Um, yeah, dude. I like the, uh, I, I was listening to, uh, blah, blah, blah. I was listening to the single soundtrack the other day. Yes. And Paul Westerberg. I love Paul Westerberg. Do you like that movie? Uh, I, I wouldn't say I like it. I get it. Okay. But even that, like I watch it, I get kind of depressed because it's like, well, this is what single people did. Was it Cameron Crowe that did that movie? Yeah. He's really hit and miss, man. Sometimes he's really great, and then other times he's just so fucking full of himself. It's not even funny. What about almost, do, you, do you find his movies insist upon almost themselves? Almost Famous was good. Do I find his movies what themselves? Insist upon themselves? Sort of. Like I watched Elizabeth Vin- Town, and I was like, this sucks. Oh, okay. yeah, that was yeah. bad. That was a yeah. shitty movie. But Almost Famous is obviously a great film. Yep. I thought Singles is a good movie. Vanilla Sky? Vanilla Sky was a remake. Yeah. And it was kind of a bit of a mind bender. Yeah. You know, the, you know what I saw recently that was really good? I'm sure people have seen it, but I, I watched Death Proof. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, Quentin Tarantino, yeah. Fuck. It is so good. What was the, It is uh, so good. So, and it was, And I watched The Hateful Eight recently. I heard that one was a slow so burn. So good. It was a slow burn. But it's so good. Yeah. Okay. It's so fucking good. His he's so good, man. What what was that filmed in again that everyone was freaking out about? Because um, what was it filmed the in? Scale, like it was filmed in some crazy scale. Yeah, wasn't some it? old format. Yeah, it's like Panavision, isn't it? I don't know. It was filmed in some crazy scale, but uh, Super yeah. Color Vision or some shit. He always he, ultra. No, but he's such a great tech. storyteller. Like that's the that's the that's the essence of a Tarantino movie. It's just like a fa- like block solid story. So favorite Tarantino film? <laughs> oh, um, for me. Probably, I would say probably Kill Bill. Kill Bill, yeah. Uh, wait a second. Kill Bill, yeah. I think Kill Bill. Uno? Well, no, the whole story, like both of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think those are those are pretty great movies. Yeah, there are some, there are some great characters in those. Oh, yeah, and I also think that... Um, hey, that was a... You know Pulp what? Fiction, Pulp Fiction, obviously. I know I'm asking... I'm always Jackie saying... Jackie Brown. I know that, you know, you talk about Batman v Superman all the time, but I'm always asking where people are, and that's one. Where's Uma Thurman? Oh, dude, yeah, I know. She, I think she's I think she's chilling. I think she's, <laughs> I think she's, she's good. She's, I think she's taking a bit of a break from Hollywood. Yeah? Like Gene Hackman. Because The Bride was awesome, man. Did he, was there ever talk of, like, a volume three on Kill Bill, or did they just jam Maybe. it all into I, I, I never specifically heard anything. But I guess, you know, Bill died, so spoiler alert. Bill was dead. Yeah, so I guess there yeah. was no real reason. Anyway, we're hitting the hour mark here, man. So uh, thanks for coming. Sorry it started a little dark there. Th- that was... 
probably the most morbid podcast we did for the first 35 minutes. Well, you know, it gave... You and your goddamn tinnitus, Don. But I focused on something other than it for the past hour. So thank you very much. So I uh, hope this offered a little bit of relief. Yeah, a little bit. All right, that's good. Now back to (laughs) never-ending... The never-ending game. Till next week, I guess? Yeah, uh, let's try to have someone else on. All right. All right, see you later, man. See ya. Bye.